When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Black Information Network Daily Podcast, and I am your host, Ramses Ja. And sometimes the amount of stories that make their way to us means that we simply can't cover everything that comes our way. But from time to time, a story just stays with me, and I feel compelled to share it with you and give you my thoughts. And now, one more thing. I love Will Smith. My whole life, I love this guy. I saw him open up for Run DMC at the Nassau Coliseum. And now, I, I watch Emancipation just to see him get whooped. <laughs> and a lot of people go, Chris, how come you didn't do nothing back? How come you didn't do nothing back that night? Because I got parents. That's why. Because I was raised. And you know what my parents taught me? Don't fight in front of white people. That is the man right there. The one and only Chris Rock. Finally uh, responding to the incident at the Oscars last year. Now, uh, I want to tell you that I just saw this. I waited until... I knew I was going to be able to record this and uh, upload it. So I didn't watch it until just a few minutes ago. And uh, the reason I did that is because I wanted to share my initial uh, reaction to you as fresh as I could. So um, in short, I thought it was great. I thought it was wonderful. Um, I've seen over the past few days, uh, that there have been some people who've loved it and some people who didn't love it. There have been people who have doubled down on their support of Will Smith and his protecting his wife. Um, and then there's been people who have a different take altogether. They think that it was just kind of a masterminded 
play for Chris Rock to make money off of this. Um, I read all that and I don't think that any of those things are, uh, necessarily the reason that this happened the way that it did. Rather, what I saw was something that seemed like it was cathartic, therapeutic for Chris Rock. I'm sure behind closed doors, he's had many conversations with close friends over the past year about that incident. He seemed composed. He seemed uh, frustrated at the same time. Um, perhaps because it's something that is pivotal and will, he'll be forever associated with that moment. Um, but he also seemed like he was in the best position to, uh, laugh about it. So all those things seem true at the same time. Uh, of course, he mentioned that he grew up loving Will Smith and listed all the reasons that he loved Will Smith. And then he made it funny by saying that, you know, he laughs or he he cheers the massa every time uh, Will gets whipped in the show Emancipation. Um, he talks, of course, about the infamous entanglement that uh, Jada Pinkett Smith had with August Alsina and the subsequent interview that Jada had with her husband, Will, and the fallout of that interview. And the way that Chris told the story was that there was a compilation of all of these events in Will Smith's personal life culminating in that moment where Will Smith took it out on Chris Rock. He, uh, noted their size difference you know will smith got up there and took out his frustration on someone who he's significantly bigger than and that he could um overpower and then his conclusion was to say that uh he didn't fight back because he knew that his parents would be disappointed if he ended up fighting in front of white people and I felt better. For those of you who are longtime listeners of the show, when that slap happened, that troubled me deeply. I think I mentioned last year that it, it felt like, like two of my uncles were fighting. You know, I grew up watching Will Smith's movies and Chris Rock's movies and, you know, listening to their music and their, their albums. They both have albums. Um, and just kind of knowing who they are. And when you grow up alongside someone like that, you feel connected to them in a very special way. I'm sure that you may feel a similar connection with these folks. And so when they start fighting with each other and you love both of them, it's deeply unsettling. And then, of course, to see what was happening online, you know, people just crucifying one or the other or both. Um, 
it just it felt like the the cursed timeline that we were living in and the one thing that will smith got to do was he got to say his piece after a while he put up a post and then after a while he put up a like a brief interview and then uh it was a little after that he put up another one a second interview and i watched all of them and it felt like Will Smith was genuinely sorry and he was ready for whatever was coming his way. And he respected how this might play out. And I'm sure that he anticipated that it could play out in the way that Chris Rock did on stage. And with everything taken together, I don't think that Chris Rock was unfair at all. He only told the truth. He was not particularly unkind. Bear in mind, he's a comedian, so his job is to make people laugh. And he's saying that the Massa is whipping Will Smith and emancipation, and he's cheering the Massa on. That's, that's a joke. Will Smith was never whipped. He made it a point to say that he was not a victim. And I didn't hear a victim when he was up there talking. He's like, I took that punch like Pacquiao. And all things considered, after something like that, that's about what you would expect, what I would expect. Now, I'm not, I'm not going to pretend like you haven't seen it, but for me, it feels like moving past the worst part of that cursed timeline, because I think at least on in my world, I was worried about how that would affect him. I was worried about, you know, how do you recover from something like that? You know, how do you reclaim your honor? Remember, a man slapping you in the face in front of the world and you having to take it, that's a tall ask. It's different if you, you know, shoot a fair one and you lose, you know, it either wasn't in the cards or you didn't have it that day or the person was bigger or stronger or just, you know, whatever the case is. But to get slapped open palm across your face and then he turns and goes and sits down and then cusses you out. And you just have to stay there composed as you can be. And, you know, the show must go on. That's a lot to, to come back from. And I didn't think that Chris Rock deserved that slap. And in that moment, I'll be honest, I felt like Will Smith was trying to defend his wife from everyone constantly attacking her. And he just kind of lumped Chris Rock's joke about her, uh, baldness in with that one thing i i did wish he would have addressed is whether or not he knew that she had alopecia but he didn't uh, cover that part in his uh, stand-up special because obviously that would change uh the the tone of things just a bit um even if someone has an ailment, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're struggling with it. They could be owning it or embracing it, or they, they might be okay with 
lighthearted jokes about it. Um, but whether or not he knew in the first place um, could color that picture a little differently. But in all, um, as I said, it, it felt like moving a bit past a very uh, troubling moment. Um, I applaud Chris Rock for playing chess with this, not checkers. I applaud him for being principled and being the man that he is. You know, he said his piece when the time was right, when the audience was right, when the circumstances were right. Uh, and he didn't play the victim role at all. He owned it. And I felt the same from Will Smith. I felt like his apology was sincere. And of course, my hope will always be that at some point we'll see the two of these guys in the same place at the same time, fully healed from this moment. And maybe even working together, including Jada. Because when you look back at it, now having both sides of the story, you realize that it was misplaced anger, um, potentially, you know, uh, that, that can still be discussed, but it seems like that's what it is. And it feels like a moment that everyone can heal from fully. So my hope is that that's what's next. And as always, I open the floor to you for a discussion. So hit me up at Ramses Shah on all social media. And of course, you can use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. What do you think? Can't wait to hear from you. And until I do, peace. This has been a production of the Black Information Network. Today's show is produced by Chris Thompson. Have some thoughts you'd like to share? Use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. While you're there, be sure to hit subscribe and download all of our episodes. I'm your host, Ramses Ja, on all social media. Join us tomorrow as we share our news with our voice from our perspective, right here on the Black Information Network Daily Podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right.